just want to know if this is fine. Hello. <laughs> I greet you all tonight. <laughs> and I want to speak about communion. Communion is much more than the bread and wine. But it is about the presence of Yahweh. When having communion, Yahweh wants to reveal himself to us and to bring us forgiveness, sins, forgiveness of sins, to bring us healing, um, deliverance, freedom, and to deepen our relationships with you, with him. Isn't that powerful? I want to speak about the supernatural that takes place when we have communion. We as sons of Yahweh must always lead the word with the expectancy that the Father would reveal himself to us so that we can always rethink and look again what we believe. Because that means we must always be open for new revelations from Yahweh. For Yahweh is always excelling and on the move. Nowadays, Yahweh started to reveal to us sometimes mind-blowing and sometimes shocking things. But when we stay open and receive these revelations, it will change and transform our lives. Paul never met Jesus in person, only by an experience through the Spirit. And just think about it. We meet Jesus the same way Paul did. Paul did. Not personal, but through the working of the Spirit. And that, and Paul only saw a bright light that blinded him, but he was totally changed and transformed by the Spirit. In a split second, in your supernatural. But what happened to Peter? It still happens today. Peter knew Jesus personally. He walked with him, talked with him, eat with him, but he never knew Jesus as, um, as Jesus from the New Testament. Yeah. yeah. Still happens today. Many people are only churchgoers. They never have an experience with Yahweh. They never have an encounter that is life-changing, life-transforming. But Paul, um, what happened to Peter, happened to so many people today. So we, when these people read Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, they think they are in the New Testament. But the New Testament actually starts after the cross yeah. in Acts, the powerful book of Acts. Yeah. And so, in the spirit, we are all partaking in the body of Jesus Christ. We know everything is made by his word. So everything is made by him, through him, and for him. So everything 
as worth. Many people think fruit is their source. <laughs> like me. <laughs> they thought fruit is the source of life. And many, many people today suppress their emotions by the source they think yeah. is life. Yeah. But an orange cannot give me life. Only the Son of God is the only one that gives me life. The word says in 1 John 5 verse 12, Whoever has the Son has the eternal life. Whoever does not have the Son does not um, possess eternal life. So you eat the word by reaching it, but in the same time listening to that still small voice who wants to open up the scriptures for you to help you taking in the word he spoke to you in meditation. Yahweh cannot be contained only in the Bible. That is one book. Yeah. He, is so, uh, uh, he, is, he is so big and so glorious, but therefore he speaks continuously to us, to direct us in our daily lives, and to reveal heavenly mysteries to us to know him on a much deeper level. When the word is not really incarnated in you, you will never change. You will always go back to something that is still bothering you. Because only the incarnated word gives your heart in a wave form. And when you enjoy and accept it, it hits your body. That is what I need. And communion is actually so profound because it is spiritual. Therefore, you can live by the word spoken to you or written. Communion is very important. So tonight, we're going to take our bread and take our wine and ask Jeshua to bless it in our hands. How was communion introduced to the disciples? In the night, Jesus broke the bread, gave it to his disciples and he said, take this is my body. He never said, he, this represents my body. He said, eat my body. And in John 6, Jeshua told the Israelites, eat my flesh and drink my blood. And they all left him, except the disciples. Okay, later Paul says, a number of people get sick, die, have all sorts of struggles, because they don't discern the body. How does we discern the body? We take this bread that we all held in our hands and take it as his body, literal, his body. What does it mean to judge the body correctly? That I come to this body and hold this bread with the same respect as if I have Christ's body in my hand. Then I come to you as the body with the same respect as what I hold in my hand. This is the broken body of Jesus. There is divine help in that it 
equation. So when I take this bread, I remind myself, his flesh was torn. And because his body was broken, I break this bread and I make this confession over my life and over the people I really care for. And do, and do I know are struggling? Or for the people Yahweh tells me to pray for. And I say, the tone of his flesh brought the stripes that he bore. And scripture says, by his stripes, we were healed. So the payment was paid then for me to experience even now. In the same way, my sin was atoned 2,000 years ago. And today, I experience the deliverance and the freedom for His forgiveness. And as we take the bread, it is a, a divine moment. When you take the bread, and you declare over your own body, by the stripes of Jeshua, I was healed, and then put on your lips the name of a friend, someone you really care for, and declare divine healing and restoration over their bodies, and say to them, by the stripes of Jeshua, you are healed. It is not always a physical healing people need. Many times it is emotional. Many times it is because of a shock or something happened in their lives. Okay, so you actually say, Jesus, I know the price you paid was more than enough. Now, let me receive this bread with the majesty, the honor, and the respect, as if we are holding you, Jeshua, personally in our hands. Always remember, when you take the bread, you have communion with Yahweh and the body of Christ. That goes together. Okay, therefore, you take now people's names on your lips and pray for them that they will have a hunger for Yahweh and realize that as He is the great I Am and with Him incarnated in us, we are I Am as well. So, So we pray that this revelation will lead us eventually to deep encounters with Yahweh. And thank you, Yahweh, for this supernatural intervention in my life. In your and in uh, everybody you pray for's lives. Because you know, by these stripes, we were all healed. When taking the cup, you know that speaks of the blood. And we all know, without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sin. And this blood covers sin. So let's make a decree. The blood of Jesus sets me free. But by preparing this word, I realized this is a divine moment. And this week, I have decided to say several times a day, the blood of Jesus set me free. It is so important that when I say it, my ears hear these words. Because not only my spirit should accept that the blood of Jeshua set me free, my soul must apply this truth to my body. Mm. 
as sometimes Yahweh heals us in an instant miraculously, but sometimes we get healed over a period of time by process. We must just rest in Him. And I'm totally convinced the blood of Jesus is poured out on every single person I prayed for. So I pray for each one I have in mind by name that Yahweh will protect them, spirit, soul, and body. That Yahweh will give them a hunger after the spirit so that they can have encounters with him to change their lives. He wants to speak about the supernatural that takes place when we have communion. When we read in 1 Corinthians 11, Paul says many of the Corinthians are sick, many of them were weak, and some of them even died because they took communion in the wrong way, in the wrong spirit. That is interesting because they were all church people and they were satisfied by the status quo. Yeah. So after Joshua introduced the disciples to communion, which was very new to them, Jesus started to wash their feet, even Judas's feet. Why? He said to Peter, when I do not wash your feet, you have no part in me. So in other words, we have communion with Yahweh, but communion is inseparable to one another as well. For we are all the body of Christ. He is the head and we are his body. And when I see you, when I see you precisely as I see myself, I am serious about the body. To protect each other, to care for and love each other, and to pray for one another. Because 1 Corinthians 12, 26 says, whatever happens to one member happens to all. And if one suffers, everyone suffers. If one is honored, everyone rejoices. Just to enlighten the body more, Kirby explained it once like this. Maybe a prostitute becomes born from above. But, the, but she has still emotional issues she has to deal with. She is born again, but still experiences a, 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 a shame that, that comes from a past. But when she acknowledged a believer in the gatherings, whose life and personality speaks only of a holy life, and she desires that's that same holiness and confidence in her own life. So she, during communion, she started pleading the blood of Jeshua over herself and started praying and declare and decree that she draw from this holy believer holiness into her own life. Yeah. So remember, we are all connected to each other. We are actually all one. This is we are one body. Yeah. Supernaturally, she now starts living in holiness. Mm -hmm. And the shame is supernaturally dealt with and gone. Yeah. That can only happen when we discern the body, we all are one. And I respect and love each one in the body with the attitude that 
one is like Jeshua himself. Because I do not know anyone after the flesh anymore, but when I meet you, Christ in me recognized Christ in you. My intention is therefore that I first minister, serve, carry and pray for the other members of the body before I want my own, my own needs met. Paul begged us to be joined together in perfect unity with one heart, one passion and united in one love. Walk together with one harmonious purpose and Paul says, then you will fill his heart with unbounded joy. Don't allow self-promotion to hide in your heart. But in authentic humility, put others first and view others as more important than yourselves. When you take the cup, you thank Yahweh for the New Testament that brings so much freedom to us. Because the New Testament is in that blood. Thank Him for the forgiveness of all sins in the body, that all of them you proud for will have a, a, a deep hunger and to live a new life in Him. And drink now His blood, which is the New Testament, that causes us to live and walk in a newness of life where Yahweh and Christ is the center of our lives. Let thanksgiving and joy take you over, for he is worthy to receive all glory, all the honor,